Hey Cube Nerds, thank you for downloading episode 5. Hope you've been enjoying what you're hearing so far. Uh, I'm getting a lot of good feedback so far. Uh, I've been told that I speak well, which is nice to hear because I hate my damn voice. I think it's nasally as hell. And I'm recording these in the morning when my throat isn't even uh, completely cleared up yet. But, you know, it's okay. Uh, so I'm my Wednesday morning commute, driving in my car. Took about 20 minutes before, uh, you know, the heat kicked in and I could stop seeing my breath while I was driving. Uh, yep, yeah. Like I said, I got, got some nice feedback so far. Uh, I just heard yesterday some good feedback regarding, uh, episode three where I talked about getting a promotion and how, you know, if you want to, if you want to be a boss, you got to start acting like a boss. And I had a situation actually that, you know, where I, I did that. And this person I was listening, you know, they saw that and they heard the podcast and and heard that and watched me kind of put that into action and you know said everything was it was it was good and that's exactly how you got to do it it was handled real well uh and it also gave me an idea to uh, cover another topic uh no, some topic you know again something that's pretty much unavoidable and i'm sure everybody deals with is workplace altercations so when you have a little scuffle or, you know, hopefully it doesn't escalate to a crazy fight. Uh, but there's plenty of that shit going on, I'm sure. So, yeah, I thought I'd talk a little bit today about workplace altercations and tell some stories of shit that I've seen. and I guess kind of ha- how to handle it. One of the things that, that come to mind with me constantly is, is or when I think about that is a story that somebody that I work with now that I you know, used to work with then and he heard the whole thing and he would tell me about it all the time because he couldn't believe it there was this guy that I used to work with many 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 years ago uh, hopefully the fucking piece of shit still in jail and I'll tell you why so I was a young kid again not probably not wording things as well as I should have been um, you know, not, not, not kind of coming off pretty rough around the edges, I guess to say. And so something happened with a guy who was really been there a lot longer than I was. And he had some tenure on me and, but he sucked at his job. And so I said, you know, I'm gonna try to leave his name out of it for whatever reason. Uh, but I said, you know, Hey, if a client said that they're looking to terminate you know why didn't you just discuss that with them and move forward with the termination why you know get off the call it's pretty much just being lazy get off the call and just deal with it for somebody else that which ended up being me so I sent an email out to the guy and like I said I probably probably was a little rough around the edges I'm sure I could have come off a bit more professional but I was a younger dude I was sick of the laziness and you know I confronted him about it so he comes waddling over to my desk this short, fat motherfucker looked like Gimli from the Lord of the Rings. Big, nasty beard. He used to keep canned vegetables in the shelves at his desk. This is funny, right? How many characters do we all know at work? This guy was a, was a character. He used to keep, he used to keep canned, canned vegetables at his desk and just crack open the cans and just chow on them at his desk. And we used to have to sometimes sit with this guy, you know, when you first start to kind of like learn and mentor from him. And I remember one guy started and he he was like, oh, my God, this guy's so fucking foul. 
he's just got beets all in his beard and he's just sucking them out of the can like ah my god it was a nightmare so he comes waddling over to me um waddling over to me ah he was a mess he was a mess waddling over to me and he goes look I try to get along with everybody here I usually don't have any problems and blah 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 and now I, I, mean, I can't remember everything else that he said but it was pretty much like look I'm fine I know what I'm doing and leave me alone alright whatever I was like alright I'm sorry man alright sorry you know I didn't have time to deal with an argument or some bullshit whatever <clears throat> but again I was a young kid so I just kind of blew him off I could have gotten into an argument and said, hey, look, well, why didn't you just do this? We wouldn't have had a problem. I was like, all right, man, sorry, sorry. You know, again, dismissing him because I was a little punk kid. But, uh, you know, wasn't going to make things worse than they already were. Plus, that was probably just my mentality. Start some shit, and then when somebody confronts me, I'm like, uh, 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 uh you know, uh, I don't know what you're, no, sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so. But anyway, that guy, he had some kind of heart attack at work. He didn't die, unfortunately. He had some kind of heart attack at work where people, uh, you know, that we had to kind of, or some guys that were working that shift had to kind of figure out what to do. Like, hey, look, do we call the medics? You know, they had to reach out to somebody high up the ladder because I think the manager wasn't there and say, hey, look, you know, what do we do? And he was like, no, no, don't call anybody. Don't call anybody. Take me to the hospital or something like this, something or other. I don't know. And we never saw him again after that uh, because he got arrested for kitty porn on his work computer this was when we first you know the company was a little bit not smaller but our division was a little smaller and there wasn't as much internet security like there was there now which every site is locked down um but yeah apparently yeah he was you know trading or, or distributing child pornography on his work computer and something that kind of came to a head once they searched something after looking into you know what he had going on you know after his health condition or whatever and, and yeah and uh, we never saw him again and I, all we know is that he got arrested uh, that was the last I heard of it because that was a long time ago but I hope after all these years because he was old so maybe he died I'm trying to remember if, he, if I heard that he died I don't know hopefully he's rotting away he was a real he was a piece of shit especially hearing something like that like I thought it was just you know just a regular old guy alright but then hearing that, it's like, wow, all right, yeah, never mind. Don't feel don't feel bad at all. Big fucking jerk off. <clears throat> but the, uh, so the issue that happened yesterday, that kind of made me think too. Uh, I guess this, you know, kind of comes up a lot, it, and it, it ties into episode three where I talked about being a, you know, if you want to be a boss, you got to be a boss. Where so, a lot of times if you have. If there's different, depending on how your service level breaks, or your service model breaks down, if you got different tiers where people can, you know, submit cases to someone else to take care of it, anybody that's that has had a system like that before, you know that's what's going to happen. If anyone has the opportunity to send their case to someone else, they're going to do it. You know, anybody's going to take the easy way out. And a lot of folks take advantage of that. And what happened yesterday was, you know, fellow employee he was looking to do that again hey look I am done you know hey can anybody else take this case because I've kind of done everything with it it was a case that was closed and it shouldn't have been can anybody else take this case you know because I've kind of done all I could with it 
But it's like, okay, so somebody else is going to take the case now that knows nothing. Meanwhile, you worked with them for how long and did everything. And somebody else is going to, you know, now kind of dive in just because you're just because you're sick of working on it. Like, that's really not how it works. You're supposed to take charge. That gives me an idea for another topic is to just look, don't, you know, shit your pants and dive in. That's that's how you do it. I'm not gonna remember to write that down. So it, it didn't turn into an altercation because again, I'm a I'm a growing individual and I've matured a lot since my earlier days. Otherwise, I would have been just said, "Hey, why don't you take it? Just do it. You know, it doesn't make sense for anyone else to take it." So I was professional about it. I said, "Well, I think you should take it because if you've worked with it, you know, if you've addressed them with so far, it doesn't make sense for someone new to come in." And start from scratch. If you need any resources, reach out to me for help and we'll see what assistance we can get. Nothing else was said after that. And then, you know, that was it. And then, okay, then the person took the case. I didn't hear anything about it. So I'm assuming they got the issue resolved on on their own. But, you know, I guess uh, that's how it goes. So, again, it could have been an altercation. It reminds me of another time where, again... It you know just me not wording properly and probably why I wasn't getting promoted at all at my other job because I burned so many bridges with the way I spoke, but again somebody being lazy, and submitting an email, and saying you know or submitting a case and just nothing being done because they were just fucking lazy as shit, and saying hey, please do some work on this case, and reach you know and send it back to us when you know you have an answer to these questions or whatever, so. I had my manager had to come to me and say, what is this? I was like, what do you mean? What's wrong? There's nothing wrong with what I said. Please do some work. Like, okay, I guess I could see how that could be perceived. I meant it as, look, you know, do some more work on the case. But I guess do some work comes off as, you know, do, do, some, do some work because you're not doing any work. So I guess I was a little Freudian slip because that's kind of exactly how it was. I look, do some work because you're not doing any work. Uh, but, you know, that's how it goes. And you learn from stuff like that. Another time I had, I mean, I, there's there's been plenty of times where you just, you know, the conversation gets a little heated, but nobody wants that. Everybody realizes, you know, that's not a good thing. You know, we could keep arguing all day, but you just, you know, some, you know, be the bigger person. I know I was a big-time hothead about issues, and even, you know, a couple years ago, just starting out this new job, the same thing happened, where I just, I didn't get something, and one of the, the people I was working with had to say, look, I said, look, that, that doesn't make any sense, and they got worked up, and they were like, yes, it does, because they were just kind of sick of hearing it. I was being real confrontational and not kind of going along with things, and I could tell this person got heated. I was like, okay, all right, I'm going to dial it back a little. I'm not going to have this argument. That's not good for anybody. You know, because we could argue for fucking hours about what's going on. Look at this asshole riding right up the side of the lane. We're fucking, we're a quarter mile from any kind of turn, and he's driving up the shoulder. Jerk off. Um, so, yeah, so again, just diffusing things. I could think of a number of times that I have. One guy who, you know, I'm really good friends with. Same deal. He would kind of cut corners, and I remember bringing it up to him, and he would just get pissed off and, you know, get a little confrontational with his words. And, you know, just have to dial it back a little and check yourself. Say, all right, you know what? You're right. All right. Or not, well, maybe not you're right. But, like, 
you know, I think back then it was more so I just kind of dismissed myself from the situation instead of, uh, you know, trying to be a little bit more diplomatic about it. Now, again, as trying to make moves, you know, you got to you got to take advantage of situations like that. You got to, you know, you got to handle it in a professional manner and take charge, do, do the manager's job for them. That's what they want. But, you know, back then and and said, so, you know, like, look, that doesn't make sense. And I was like, oh, all right, fine, whatever. Because I'm not arguing with you. It's not my job to argue with you. You're going to do it your own way. It ain't my job to, to keep an eye on your numbers or worry about cutting corners. You know, my only problem is that I'm doing all your goddamn work because you're too lazy to do it thoroughly the first time. But, again, not something to worry about. Another time was, uh, I, I wish I could remember exactly what he said. Um... But it was when I called out somebody and he, you know, he checked me on it. It was after, like, as I mentioned before the time where I said, look, you are awesome and everyone else at your company sucks. I swear to God, a client said that. So what does that do for your ego, right? When you hear somebody say like that, especially when I was a younger dude and, uh, you know, I'm already, my already, my ego's already big. And I'm ready to knock it out of the park. And then a client says that to me. I'm like, oh, man, I'm the man. Of course I am. Listen, even the clients are telling me now. Whew. And uh, and I think maybe I just said that. Like I told everybody that the client just told me that. Like I said it, of course, said it loud enough where, you know, the entire floor could hear me. And this, uh, this guy from a row over, he was an older guy. Uh, he was actually a really cool guy. Um, not, you know, not the, the best worker. But, you know, definitely a really awesome guy. Wanted, you know, bigger things at his job. Didn't really dedicate himself because, again, he was an older guy. So he was like, look, I'm here to, to just do my job. And, you know, and I know what I'm doing. So, but he called me out from a rover. He goes, I'll run circles around you or something like that that he said. And I, me and the guy next to me, we like froze. I was like, oh, sh shit. Is he, is he serious? Is he really pissed off? And it was like, I just didn't say anything. Because the same deal, I just froze. I'm like, oh, I don't know what to say back to him. And I don't want to get into a heated argument. I mean, and everybody kind of knew, like, oh, well, there you go. Here, somebody needs to say something to him to shut him up. T talking to me. Because somebody needed to shut me up. Um, and I, because exactly. Because as soon as he said something, it was like, oh, shit. All right. I got no defense. I, I'm out. He called me out on my bullshit. And now I'm frozen. Now I look like an I look like a dumbass. Which rightfully so, I should have. But yeah, that was uh, that was another funny experience. And again, could have been could have been big. I could have got up and walked over to him and said something. I didn't, like I said, I didn't know if he was serious or not. So that's why I just kind of left it, let it be. Um, because you know, I, nobody wants an altercation. Nobody wants tension in a workplace. You're with these people all the time. You want to make friends with them. You don't want to. Uh, you don't want to cause any more tension with them. You know, you don't want to be in the office with somebody who you don't get along with and have to see them every day and not talk to them or, you know, have to ignore them. And, you know, when it's just the two of you walking down a hallway together and you got to ignore each other, you know, that that's that's stupid. And it shouldn't be like that, especially when you're working, in, you know, in a call center or whatever, whatever job you have. You're, you're part of a team because you all work for the same company and you all want the best for for yourself. But, you know, you want the best for the company because if the company does good, you do good. Well, no, we all know that's not entirely true. Actually, the better, depending on your level on the ladder, what rung you're on on the ladder, then, you know, if the company does good, you kind of stay the same. Or 
the company does good because you're doing bad. But, you know, whatever. That's a whole different topic. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of uh, that's kind of how it's been. You know, I mean, any kind of altercation that starts, it's just kind of like, all right, let me take a step back here. There's no reason to argue. There's no points. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm, you know, this person has a leg on things that I don't. And if it does become a problem, then if it does become a problem, then, you know, just just remove yourself from it or handle it in a professional manner. Uh, I'll tell you another story. I don't think I got to tell this story. Um, but uh, so this is, you know, this is kind of an alt- not not really an altercation, but I guess it kind of is if you can count, you know, employee uh, client. So another person, uh, so they, they, they pop me up and they say, hey, can you take this case? And I'm like, well, why don't you take this case? Because you have two cases with them already. And, you know, why don't you, why don't you just take this one too? It doesn't make any sense. Why would I work on this one while you work on two other ones with the same person? And can I call you? Yeah, sure. Give me a ring. And this person starts going off. This client... They're killing me. They're they're doing about this. They're calling about every single friggin' thing. They're just they're they're driving me nuts. They're they're you know they're doing this and that and then blah blah. They don't know what they're doing. They call about everything. This person calls about everything. They friggin' I gotta show them every tiny little piece of the system, and going off. Like okay, it wasn't really directed at me, um, but you know I was like okay, and I listened to the the problem. All right, and then I tried to relate. I try to relate and say, you know, you know how these clients are, you know, sometimes you just got to, you know, you just got to deal with it. And I tried telling like a, you know, a relatable story and, um, I pointed them in the right direction. I said, well, if they're having this problem, you know, try this, try configuring it this way. And it was like, okay, okay. All right. No, maybe I could do that. And he started calming down, calming down. Um, all right. Yeah. No, okay. Let me try that. And then, like I said, I was trying to tell a relatable story and then the line just cut off. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, Knowing this person, I was like, all right, they probably just didn't want to hear my story and just cut off the phone line. That's that's fine. I mean, I was rambling, so it's okay. Uh, but they said, I got to get back to the call. I was like, back to the call? Okay, sorry, do you have to give the client a call? Okay, no problem. Um, but apparently he was still on the call with the client. And I got a pop-up from my manager saying, yeah, uh, you just spoke with so-and-so about, uh, you know, this issue with this client. Um Apparently, they didn't know that the client was still on the line and could hear everything that he said. And it was like, oh, shit. You know, he didn't insult the the clients directly. But still, I'm sure a lot of things the client didn't want to hear. Um, so I had to I had to hear, hear that. Um, couldn't hear what I said just the way our phone system works uh which again i mean i didn't really say anything anyway because you know again i i learned not, don't need to talk like that um but yeah so apparently the client heard all that stuff uh, so there's an altercation that needed to be handled and addressed and the manager handled it but of course the moral of this story which is hilarious because it sums up everything i talk about where when i got a pop-up from the manager i figured they were gonna you know he was gonna ask me to take the call Anyway, that person reached out to him and said, look, here's this case. And then, okay, he's going to reach out to me and ask me to take the call. 
because that's what I was expecting was going to happen anyway because I tried, you know, deferring it, but figured it was going to happen. And then he told me that, and I was like, oh, my God, really? And when I was working a later shift, and, of course, that client ended up calling back in and made it, you know, made their issue urgent at that point because they didn't want to speak with that person anymore. They said, look, all right, I think we're done for the day. And so, of course, they called back in. I had to speak with the client, spoke with them for probably about two and a half hours. They didn't mention anything about the previous altercation, but they were very polite, very nice about everything. And I let them know, you know, it's okay. You know, let us know if you have any questions. And I addressed the issue. The manager reached out to me and left them a voicemail. But, of course, it ended up being me who had to be the one to talk the client over, smooth, you know, smooth them over, restore their faith in the company. It's amazing how that shit happens so much. And that's exactly what happened. That was, you know, so it could have been, I took it. I just, like I said, I just grabbed the bull by the horns and I took it and I said, all right, fuck it. Let's just, let's just do this. You know, cause I was expecting him to go off and to be pissed off about this and that, but I know I didn't do anything, so I don't care. Um, but you know, you know, no, there was no problems, but yeah, just, just dove in and was expecting a big time altercation, but it didn't happen. So yeah, so the story ends on a high note where look, if you just, if you handle it in a professional manner. If you want to be a boss, act like a boss. I uh, I told you about the last altercation. I think I told you about it on my long commute episode. With the altercation I had with my boss, I had a lot of altercations with my old boss because I wasn't tolerating any shit. Um, wrong on my part, but you know, at the end of the, when the, you know the, at the end of the line, it was like, look, I'm had it. I'm not getting anywhere here, so I am just gonna speak my fucking mind. And tell you that I'm fucking done working here. I'm looking for another job. And as soon as I get something, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And he didn't argue with me. He was like, okay. Okay. He just listened to me. He knew I was super pissed off. Knew I just needed a vent. He actually asked me at the end of the day, do you feel better? And I kind of said, yeah. But I was I was serious. I wasn't bullshitting him. He thought that, you know, it was just, okay, another one of, another one of my ramblings. But it wasn't. It was the real deal. I, I had fucking had it. And that's when the ball started rolling for me to get out of there. And, yeah, so that was a huge altercation that happened. It was it was in private. I took him in a room. And I fucking let him have it because I was sick of the company passing me over and not even giving me a chance for opportunities. I mean, again, in one aspect now, I get it. I get why. I st- actually, you know what? I, st- I, don't, I don't completely get it. I feel like I should have gotten a chance. Because not giving me a chance is what got me so fucking pissed off. So if they gave me a chance, I would have been able to knock it out of the park and show them. But they wouldn't even give me a chance, which in turn made me super fucking pissed off. And then it became just a vicious cycle. Being pissed off led to no opportunities. No opportunities led to being pissed off. And, you know, that's how it went for a long time until finally it boiled over. And I left, and I'm much happier now. But altercations are, are unavoidable. You know, shit's gonna happen. You're not gonna get along with everybody. Oh, here's another one. I just reminded. Oh, just reminded me of it. Um, this <laughs> this person I used to sit next to. God, see, this shit happens so much. This person I used to sit next to. Um, I'm having a conversation with someone at my desk, and they used to do a thing where you know tech support would come to your desk and assist you with the issue. 
So I'm speaking with someone at my desk, and this person has, uh, you know, a lady, we'll call her Jane. So Jane has someone at her desk working on the issue with her. And instead of, instead of, listen, like, instead of listening to this person and learning and learning for the future so that she wouldn't have to call the tech support anymore, she is staring at me and this guy talking. And I think I said, like, I think you should pay attention to him. You can learn something for next time. I don't even remember what I said that was that bad. You know, again, probably a little rougher around the edges than it should have been. But uh, I was just trying to say, look, I think, you know, maybe you should pay attention and learn something. You know, you could learn from what they're doing because instead she's just eavesdropping on our conversation, which was a personal conversation. And eavesdropping on our conversation, not learning shit. And it was just going to make her continue to suck at being an employee. And then she's still staring at us, still staring at us, still staring at us. And I don't know if eventually I just said, what? And she blew up on me. You can't talk to me like that. I Blah, 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 blah. You can't talk to me like that. I'm going to go to HR. How dare you say things to me like that? And I was like, what did I say? I was like, I'm sorry for whatever I said. What, what did I say? Because I really didn't think I said anything that bad. And then, uh, you know. And then uh, I had to have a talk with my manager. She asked me what I said. And I said, I don't even remember what I said. And I told her the situation that, you know, she probably should have been paying attention why she wasn't. And I told her to. So my manager, of course, you know, again, letting me letting me be in the, in the, the trenches taking grenades because I just kind of said what everyone, you know, what the manager was thinking, which was usually what I did. But I had to have that talk and go, you know, but thankfully... That person did have nice things to say about me and said that I'm usually there to help her. And, you know, usually have posi- I'm usually positive with things. But I don't know. I guess I just caught her at a bad time because she unloaded on me and, you know, threatened to go to HR. And I got a little I got a little worried for a minute, but I didn't even know what I did. So for, for a second, it was like, OK, oh, Jesus, did I did I cross the line? And then I was like, no, what did I do? I don't even know what I said that was that bad. I told her to, to, to pay attention and learn something. Is that so terrible? But, you know, she didn't want to pay attention to learn something. She wanted to eavesdrop on our conversation, which is, you know, what that person did a lot. Um, I'm trying to think if I could if I could come across any more. Uh, yeah, I mean, they come up all the time. You know, there's no avoiding this shit. It comes up all the time. I've seen a lot in my days. Um, yep. Yeah, it's they're they're unavoidable, but well, you know what? I, don't, I won't say they're unavoidable. For someone like me, they're they're unavoidable because I'm passionate about what I do and I get pretty heated sometimes. Uh, but you know, you just handle it with a cool head. Cool head prevails. Think about it. Your manager is not going to get into a screaming match with you, and you're not going to see them get into a screaming match with anybody else. So think of it from that aspect. Think of look at a, a role model and think, okay, how would they handle it? You know, so yeah, they're they're not you know they're gonna cooler heads are gonna prevail. Arguing is not gonna get you anywhere. It's probably just gonna end up pissing people off more. So you know you just need to be cool about it.
And if they come up, you kind of, you know, you handle it, handle it professionally. And even if sometimes you, you may have to take an action that you think is going to cause one. But again, you handle it professionally and politely. And remember, everybody's so defensive about their job. I know I am. Nobody better question shit. Like when I'm working from home and I get a pop-up, somebody would complain to me that the manager, when we're working from home, the manager would always pop them up and say, what are you doing? What are you doing? Every couple, every like 10, 15 minutes, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I put a stop to that right away. The manager popped me up and they said, what are you doing? I said, I'm working. What's up? And that was it. That was the last, that was the last day they popped me up for. Because again, don't don't question what I'm doing, and I get super defensive, and so does everybody else. So if you come at them with you know where you're you're questioning their reasoning, remember they have a reason for doing it, and they're gonna be plenty pissed off if you're not if you're not with it. So, yeah, be cool. That's the that's the moral of this episode. Be cool. You know, there's no reason to fight, no reason to argue. We can discuss, and remember, you still have your job to do. And most most likely your job is not there to argue with somebody else and push your point of view on them. If you're a manager and that's what you're supposed to do is, you know, kind of push your point of view and say, look, guys, we need to go in this direction. Then, you know, you just handle it. Just handle it professionally. Handle it. Be cool. Tell them, tell them how they can spin what they're already doing rather than completely change what they're already doing. Yep, because, you know. Because that's it. Because everybody likes to be treated with respect. Nobody likes to be talked down to. I've been on both sides of it. I've been screamed at and I've done the screaming. And, you know, it's not worth it. Who gives a shit? You do what you got to do. You get through the day. There's no reason to have any kind of altercation. So, be cool. Alright, so, as usual, unofficially, uh, today's podcast is brought to you by RipTheParrel.com. R-I-P-T apparel.com where you can get cool unique designs from different uh, graphic designers across the internet who create cool geeky clothing t-shirts for you to wear they have hoodies and tank tops and kids shirts I think you can wear uh, if you use code the uncollected at checkout you save 10% off your order that's the uncollected I'll have to set up cube there at some point but right now you can use the uncollected code at checkout save 10% off your order visit cubenerds.com and be sure to click on the Amazon banners that you see at the bottom of every article uh, when you can click on those banners just like you've probably heard on every podcast you know this is a big thing the Amazon program it's you know it's definitely helpful I know it's made me some you know some extra change here and there to, to help push things along so if you click on the banners on there you shop through Amazon just like you always do there's no extra fees no hidden charges um, but for every little bit you spend, it kicks back a little bit to the show. Helps me keep putting out content, keep uh, keep the site up and running, and all that kind of stuff. So it helps a lot. Uh, I'm trying to look for other, you know, sponsors. So if anybody else knows anything out there that they'd like me to sponsor, I'm I'm all about it. Or, you know, I know uh, influencers is a big thing. That's what I'd like. That's like the big picture that I want Cube Nerds to be. I want Cubners to be a go-to for like everything. Like if you want to know what kind of chair you should have at your desk, like it, go to Cube Nerds for that because, you know, we all have different chairs and it's like we sit in chairs all the time. Chairs is an important thing because 
every aspect of your job is everything. How, how pissed off do you get when you get a new laptop at work and you've got to reposition all of your your columns and your things and you got to you know reload all your icons you got to relearn where everything is how much does that suck how much does that drive you crazy when all your settings get reset like that because everything you do when you're sitting at your desk you have your your nice little way of doing things your chair is set up the same way your desk your desk junk is set up the way that it is you know so i like to be you know be a part of talking about everything like that Desk junk is a good, is a good one. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna talk about that at some point. You can go to cubenerds.com and see a lot of desk junk on there. Um, I believe it's uh, Mr. Swagosaurus. If I can bring up his Instagram really quick, and uh, he just submitted some uh, on Instagram. I gave him a shout out on there, and he sent in a couple of pictures that we submitted on on cubenerds.com. You can check that out. Uh, also, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. So, nothing else to plug, nothing else to sponsor. Well, except, you know, the usual things. Facebook.com forward slash cube nerds. Give me a like on there. You can drop a bunch of comments. Usually on there, I'm just reposting other gadgets and cool workplace stuff that I see that I come across on, on the internet. At cube underscore nerds on Twitter. Uh, not a lot of interaction there. Haven't had a lot of people reach out to me on there. Um, I'd like to. I usually just kind of repost my Instagram stuff on there, but at least that's an easier way to communicate. And, of course, at CubeNerds on Instagram, which I'm active on a lot because that gets a lot of exposure. I'm putting up fun little memes and a lot of GIFs on there that I am you know, that I got from an app with cool little captions I'm putting on there to, to get through the day. A lot of stuff, like I said, regarding the office and all that kind of shit. So, yeah, hopefully you're enjoying my content. Hopefully you're enjoying the podcast. I want to hear from you. Send me an email cubenerds at gmail.com let me know if you have any other questions or you know what else you'd like to hear if you're having a good time everybody i hope you have a good day or i hope you had a good day and i hope tomorrow is better than today